Hello, welcome to the most dangerous podcast. How are you, James? Good evening. I'm okay. And you? Yeah, I'm not not too bad. Yeah, I've had a, a bit of a troublesome week, then, but we'll talk oh, yeah. about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that off air. I think. Yeah, um, that's a bit personal. Yeah, I'm I'm um, I'm going through a detox at the moment. A detox. Funnily enough, do you know? So am I. Oh yeah. So you notice that usually when we do these recordings on Thursday night, I've mm-hmm. usually got a beer in my hand, haven't I? Yeah, yeah. So, but like this week, well, for a, well, a week and a half or so. I've kind of decided, nah, I need to knock it on the head. I'm sort of waking right. up a bit groggy and stuff, and it's not doing me any favours, though, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I feel terrible, you know. I am, um, yeah. So if, I, if I'm a bit sort of, if I sound a bit kind of not normal this yeah. week, then that's because I'm not normal. <laughs> not normal, yeah, because what, a beer's normal. <laughs> a beer's normal, exactly. Yeah, um, no, but we'll, I'll battle through. I feel like it's... It needs to be done every now and then. You need to have a bit of a detox, don't you, just to get yourself back on track? Well, yeah. I mean, we've talked about this before. I'm when I say I'm teetotal, it's not like a, oh, I don't drink. I'm teetotal. I just I don't get time to drink. I don't. I'm not really interested in it anymore. Um, like I said, if we go away and we go out for a meal, I'll have one or two drinks. But uh, I'd say probably three years now, I haven't actually been drunk. I haven't drank yeah. more than a couple of drinks. It's bloody and expensive I, as well, though. It yeah. is. Um, you know, if, but, you, if you spend, like, I think it's quite easy to spend £50 a week on alcohol. If oh, you definitely. Can, you know, if, you've, if you're drinking for Friday night, Saturday night, then maybe you're drinking a week. Yeah. So 50 quid a week, that's that's £200 a month. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all adds up. That's mental. Um, but I'd have to say, over the last three years, I've remained feeling shit. <laughs> you're right so there's no hope that's good to people, know oh people say oh i quit alcohol and oh, i was a new man oh, i'm still the same fucking shite man i was before <laughs> imagine how bad you'd be if you did if you were I getting drunk i know um <laughs> but what what i've done the last two weeks and uh, it's not really a detox uh but i i've just drank water I'll have oh, a cup that's... of tea in the morning, a couple of cups of tea at night. And that's just, not just water, though. And just, just water. What I mean is I don't have squash, Coke. I don't have right. anything. Yeah. Just And apparently, the, tea. in the rules, you can have tea and coffee on this, you know, when you do like a detox, uh, which I find really strange because they're like drugs, aren't they, really? Uh, yeah, it's like caffeine, isn't it? Yeah. But uh, when I say, I mean, normally I'd have probably four or five coffees and I'd probably have about eight cups of tea at night. I do literally have a cup of tea in the morning. One when I get in from work and one late in the evening, I've just drank water. Um, I felt zero benefit from it, but yeah, yeah. I know, you can only it's try. It's quality podcast in here. I know. <laughs> uh, probably the Indian takeaway the other night I had probably didn't help. Yeah, that they never help. So go on then. What are we doing today? Oh, have you got any news? Anything to update us? Well, with? yeah, just I had a had an interesting thing that happened to me. You know how. Uh, basically, uh, I kind of try and do the social media for the podcasting and the, the yep. editing and uploading and, and everything. Really, yeah, I just turn up. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So normally, what what happened is uh, you get a thing called Facebook Business Suite, and you you post things on Facebook and Instagram, and it's all joined together. And you get a lot of people from uh, usually Bangladesh. Uh, send you messages saying, you know, I can basically promote your podcast and I'll give you, you know, three days free trial and then it's, you know, we'll give oh, you yeah. a price and I can get you 10,000 listeners and all this. And... All the legitimate business practices. Yeah, yeah. They've usually got foreign sounding names. So 
you know, I, I get a lot of from my own business work inquiries and it's like Joe Smith and Jenny Jones and stuff like that. And then I get a very foreign side name saying, hi, sir, I can promote your podcast. And uh, I've just got to a stage where I get so many, I just ignore them. And I got a message off of a lady and she had a, one of those names that sounds like the noise a plunger makes. Like it was like Mon- <laughs> Monongo Glomongoro. <laughs> <laughs> and and I just saw the message and it said hi sir and I just ignored it I got another message off this this woman and you know again and it was like it, it was a picture of a lady in let's say African sort of tribal outfit mm. very traditional African with like like the African plane in the background I just ignored it. Uh, another message off her. I thought, God, she's trying to really trying to promote my podcast. And eventually, I read a message, and it's a lady that lives in Macclesfield that was looking at the shutters. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> now, how how do I explain to her? You I, can't judge a book by its cover. I know. That's the moral of the story. How do I explain to her? I thought you were someone from far abroad that was trying to promote my podcast for free. <laughs> yeah. And I went and measured, I measured our shutters today. Lovely lady. Absolutely lovely lady. Um, so, <laughs> but yeah. when you were there, she like, um, I've got a side business, actually. I promote podcasts. Yeah, I can promote your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just, yeah, it just shows you you've got to check these things, haven't you? Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right. So what are we doing today then? So we're still in Australia, aren't we? Still in Australia, but only... Uh, remotely, we're not actually in Australia. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Just close I'm, your eyes, and yeah. you'll, you'll be there. But we're not I'm, actually there. God, I'm thankful. After those spiders last week, I'm thankful I'm not in Australia. <laughs> and, but it's all right. Don't fret because it, it is only for one more week. It is. Yeah, yeah. This is the the last one, and I've got a cracker for you. Fantastic. All right. Yeah. I can't um, wait. Um, so, sorry. Did you have something to say? No, I was just going to say. I think I. After after this journey, I'm going to miss Australia. I, I know little, I've got bit, I've got attached to it. Yeah, I I feel like I've learned more about Australia in the last couple of weeks than, than I ever really knew about it because uh, I spend both nights typing what's really dangerous in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Google, help me out here. <laughs> I found that going into it, I was probably I was, I was like t- terrified of the place. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm never going there. It's just absolutely crackers. There's loads of dangerous stuff. Yeah. And likewise, like doing your research and stuff, you know, you do sort of just g- generic searches, what's dangerous and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and through the process, I feel more comfortable about it now because whilst there are loads and loads of dangerous things, mm-hmm. they don't seem to be that predominant in day-to-day Australian life, if you like. Absolutely. I mean, the the thing that, that I got from last week is I was terrified of these funnel web and the red back spiders and stuff like that. And then you go, actually, between the funnel web and the red back, one person's died in 50 years. Yeah. They seem to be quite well equipped. You go, oh, ah, that hurt. Oh, okay, right now I've got four hours to get to a hospital. Uh, otherwise, I might come out in a rash. Yeah, you know, yeah. They're not quite as deadly as I thought they were. That's it. I thought people were sort of hiding in their houses and terrified to walk down the street, but it does, yeah. it's not... Well, I mean, obviously I'm exaggerating, but you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Um, of course, there's loads of other things that we could have covered covered, and we haven't. No. You know, I think sharks are quite 
you know, there's quite a lot of shark incidents in the waters and things like that, and then crocodiles or alligators, whatever they have there. That's the... it was the saltwater crocodile. Is, yeah, I is mean, the... we didn't do those because they were yeah. the obvious ones. <laughs> but, but again, like you know, all right, occasionally there might be an alligator, a saltwater crocodile walking down the street. But from doing reading around the subject, I don't think it happens that often. I think no, we're all no. right. I think if we uh, went to Australia, we'd be okay. Yeah, see, I've got a feeling I could live my whole life in Australia and not be eaten by a crocodile because I've got a rough idea of where they are. Yeah, I'm starting to feel the same, yeah. So if anyone wants to chip in and send us to Australia, mm-hmm. it's just so we can check for ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the usual details. <laughs> JamesAnnFraserPod at gmail.com. We still can't afford that better email address, so no, any no, yeah. donations, we- send them to me. If we if you send us there, we'll do a vlog mm-hmm. while we're there. We'll try and locate the dangerous animals. Yeah, there. actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send us money so we can go to Australia. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry. Um, what are you doing this week, Fraser? Well, what I'm doing is something that I, I never knew there was a dangerous one of these, James. Uh, I knew there was dangerous spiders and dangerous frogs and dangerous, you know, all sorts of things birds and stuff like that mm-hmm. so a dangerous bird uh but i never knew there was a dangerous snail snail oh, a right. snail yeah, yeah. now yeah. i mean okay that's weird it's not a snail that's that's gonna catch you because it's quite slow uh it's actually a, a sea snail and one of the the main reasons it's it's dangerous is uh, basically, it's quite quite an attractive shell. Have you seen the type of snails that come in cone-shaped shells? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, you know, they're quite pretty. Some some of the snails have quite pretty shells. Nice, yeah. Yeah, you get necklaces made out of them and stuff like that. And and not kids, these ones. <laughs> yeah, no, not these ones. Uh, but kids go to the beach and they like to collect the snail shells and uh, and make things out of them, stick them to paper and stuff, make them. Mm-hmm. So, so what's quite dangerous about these snails is they they are they they tend to be they're in other places other than Australia. They they tend to be around that sort of we've talked about it before the the south sort of Asian area, Indonesia, and places yeah, like that. Yeah, like the tropical area around. The top. Yeah, uh, but it's and the east coast of Africa and the west coast of Australia. So around the, sort of the edge of the it's the Atlantic Ocean, isn't it? Just check your notes. Yeah, <laughs> hang on. Yes, it's the Indian Ocean, <laughs> and uh, but it's basically the west coast of Australia. We're talking about Australia, so these things uh, are in Australia, and uh, they're, they're snails that are actually hunters. I always think of snails eating lettuce, hunters, plants. These are hunters. They yeah. can't be. They are definitely hunters. Ow. Yeah. So. Uh, basically, the what they do is they they tend to hide like a lot of things in the sea. They sort of hide under a little bit of sand, and they they wait for a fish to come along. Now these snails, um, instead of just being a normal what you imagine, like a slug with a house on its back, uh, they actually have uh, like a like a sock type thing that comes out like a tube. Okay, a house on it. Can I just? Um... <laughs> Is that is that actually a snail's house on the back? Oh, I mean, what else is it? I don't know. Because it goes in there, doesn't it, to sleep? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like, is that, is that just like a childish thing? I don't know. 
I don't know. That's... It kind of some... is. It's like like the hermit crabs. It goes in its little home, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like the hermit crab does. But you know, that's not a snail, is it? That's a crab. Yeah, I don't think the snail's got like a telly and a snooker table. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this thing online once. You know, one of those stupid kind of like posts. Yeah. You know, it was like you can have a million pounds, mm-hmm. but for the rest of your life, a snail is following you, and if it touches you, you die. <laughs> but you're not allowed to leave the country. Right, okay. <laughs> so if you want a kip, you have to run for 20 minutes or so. Yeah, you just have, have to make sure the snail doesn't touch you. Yeah. It's like, you know, that'd be really annoying. Yeah, but can it get in your house? Well, I don't know, maybe. Snails do get in your house, weirdly, mm. don't they? If you yeah, ever yeah. that, you like, <laughs> get up in the morning and you go see your front door and there's a snail on the back of it, you're like, what the fuck? How'd you get in? <laughs> Bastard. Um, I can't remember what we were talking about. Snails. Uh, uh, yeah, that's the dangerous one that you. Oh, the dangerous one, yeah. Do you know something I, I, I learned recently? I, I'm trying to get a tortoise. I'm trying to get Laura to let me get a tortoise. Because, you know, we're short of pets just now. And uh, I, I didn't realise, I mean, I learned this a few years ago, that. I thought, oh, you can always think a tortoise is something that lives in a shell, but it actually is the shell. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like shell. It's, it's, it's like body. Yeah, it's just stuff in the shell. You can't take it out the shell. It's, no, no, no. Um, again, can't be misled by cartoons again. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, like Super Mario as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good bit of shell. Yeah. So, so this this snail, so it's got like um like a sock thing comes out big tube and inside the tube is what is actually a tooth but it's a big long barb so Uh, it waits for a fish imagine a harpoon right so a big Mm -hmm. long barb kind of spiky end so it waits for a fish to come along what it does is the the little the little sock little tube comes out and it smells in the water and it goes right it's a fish nearby so the barb starts to come out you ever watched aliens uh I have, yeah, yeah, but I was just going to say, like, an elephant's got a nose, like, trunk. Yeah, that's so it. And it's sniffing around. Oh, it's creepy as hell, and it, it sort of sniffs about, and then you see the, the, the barb coming out, and it, it looks it looks quite dirty, really, to be honest, but... Yeah, not quite phallic. Yeah. Phallic, yeah, that's the adult word I was looking for. <laughs> um, so this, this barb comes out, and it gets closer and closer to the fish, and then just, bang, it skewers the fish. Now the poison in it is uh, it's a tetradoxetin, similar to the fugu. So it's actually it's a it's a poison that that completely paralyzes you. Oh, okay. And the reason that it's so strong in this snail is because snails, as we all know, aren't fast. So if it skewers the fish and the poison takes a minute to work. The fish is gone by the time the snail oh, yeah. actually something else is going to get it by the time it gets there. That's it. So this has to barb the fish and basically paralyze it instantly. Oh god! Right. And then what it does, the barb then pulls the fish inside this sock type thing, which is like the snail's mouth, while it's still alive but paralyzed. And then it goes back under the sand and spends the next couple of days digesting it and, and living off it. Oh, how big are these things? They can grow up to six inches, but normally they're, you know, two, two, three inches. Right, so it's only a kind of small fish then. Yeah, well, that's oh, yeah, it's just a little, 
<laughs> no, no, just just little fish, little like tetras and stuff like that. Little right. oh, that wee, wee fish. It's like I get um, it's uh, I get the image in my head. Like it's kind of a torpedo spear type thing. Goes, yeah, yeah. Into the um, fish and then sucks it in. I just think aliens when that little mouth comes out and punches people. Oh, out of the alien's mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I quite like that. Aliens, one of my favourite films. So other people probably haven't watched it. But anyway, which one do you like best? Uh, the first one's an absolute classic because it's the first one. But I think the second one, Aliens, is the best film. So uh, it's got to be the first one. I mean, the, the second one is good. It's, the second, yeah. second one's all action, isn't it? But I think yeah, the first yeah. one. I think the like for me, like horror films, right? Mm-hmm. The idea of being isolated and not being able to escape make yeah. the best kind of horror film. So, like, even though Jaws, mm-hmm. all right, it's, it's a twelve or it was a, was it fifteen when it came out. I mean, that's terrifying because you're on a boat and there's a big fucking shark after you. Yeah, yeah. You know, have you ever seen the thing? I haven't actually. No, that's really good. But again, they're mm-hmm. on like an Arctic base and yeah. they're stuck there, and there's a big alien after them. And then again with Alien, the first one, mm-hmm. stuck in the middle of space, and there's this just absolutely terrifying, huge yeah. animal after him, and they've got nowhere to go. So for me, it's always going to be the first one. I think. See, the the genius of the, the first Alien and Jaws is it's something. Both of them are about an hour into the film before you actually see the scale. Yeah, yeah, that's it. it. It's suspense, well, isn't it? It's the. I mean, with with Alien, I don't. I think you only see it for a split second, at like once or twice. Yeah, yeah. Like once when the guy's in the vent, mm-hmm. and it kind of sort of jumps out at him, and then yeah. then at the very end when it's in the kind of yeah, she's the, the escape. It. Yeah, the escape pod thing. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I think that you hardly ever see it, and I think that makes it even more terrifying because you don't really know what it is. Yeah, you just see the the teeth and the eyes really just gets you, doesn't it? Ooh. So. Anyway, that's often another subject, but but yeah. So this this snail, it, it it's a hunter. Now, what what makes it so dangerous is, like I said at the the start, is people people collect these. You can get them in little rock pools. You can be on the beach in Australia. Um, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I was going to ask this actually. So mm-hmm. by the sounds of things, they live under the sand in the ocean to get the fish. Mm-hmm. But is is it in like shallow? Are they Sort of in deeper waters, or is it shallow? Or... It's ma- mainly short, shallow waters. They tend to live. I mean, a lot of them live in the little sort of coral reefs and stuff like that. But right, okay. they they do tend to be shallow waters towards the the coastline. Okay. Uh, so like I said, they they can be right up towards the beach in little rock pools, and so they do get caught like in that. rock pools. And stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. And if they're on the, the land, you might not know this. Mm-hmm. So say the tide goes out and they're still under the sand. Yeah. Do they stay under the sand whilst the tide is? Yeah, they're they're like an underwater snail, so they, they 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 wouldn't be able to like. What does a snail do? Slither about on top of the sand. Yeah, so they just sit and wait for the tide to come back in. Absolutely, yeah, they just wait right. there. Okay. That uh, makes so, it a bit scary. Yeah, so so what what happens is they go they can go right in their shell, so you can pick up a shell and think it's empty. Mm-hmm, right, okay. and they generally wouldn't they generally wouldn't come out out of the water. What a lot of people do is pick up a shell, go, oh, that's a lovely shell, and then swish it under the water to get the sand off oh, and shit. stuff. And biff, it'll just barbie. Been tapped, uh, yeah, harpooned. That's it, that's it. Uh, and, you know, quite often it can be children that pick these up. Like I said, children collect them. 
Hmm? You just say Biff. Biff, yeah. <laughs> Biff. <laughs> Biff, it'll get you. <laughs> What's our demographic again? <laughs> What's our target audience? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Biff, and you're right. dead. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it's got you. <laughs> I mean, what did you say? Whack, pose, zap. Um, so so yeah, and uh, the the tetradoxin that we've we've talked about before it so it paralyzes you, and this 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 has got it contains enough enough of the poison in one snail to kill seven hundred people. Oh, that, yeah. That's how much it's actually got in one snail. Yeah, so that's pretty potent. It is, yeah, and uh, it was known as the they called it the. Let me get this right. It was the, the the cigarette killer, because they say that you've only got enough time to smoke a cigarette before you're dead. And wow. I thought that's quite a weird way of doing it. But yeah, I bet loads of people have been like, "Ah, oh, I'll just smoke this, and, I'll, and then I'll get yeah. and I'm dead." Yeah. Just time for my last. <laughs> yeah. But in truth, it can take it can take hours. Right. It depends how far it gets into what bit of your bloodstream. You know, if it gets into a real good vein, then yeah, it can it can work quite quickly. But generally, you know, it's in your hands. It's just yeah. So you're not in like, well, it goes into your bloodstream straight away, I suppose, but not in any sort of major. No, it no. takes a while to work around the system. Um, and how much of the poison and you know so on. So uh, basically, the only way to there's no antidote. The only way to, to survive it is because it paralyzes you. What happens is your your breathing stops. Because your diaphragm doesn't work to breathe and you suffocate, so they, they basically have to put you on ventilation. And the poison itself isn't actually deadly; it doesn't cause it's no neurotoxin or anything like that. So it just passes through your system and it just paralyzes you, and that just, just your body just shuts down. Yeah, basically. body shuts down, but it, you know it does flush through your system, and you're you're fine the other end as long as you you get ventilation. Yeah, God. Uh, to help you breathe. They um. Have they got provision? Again, you might not know this. Mm-hmm. You know, on the beaches and stuff like that, where these are local, mm-hmm. they have sort of local provisions around the beach areas, just in case this happens. Not as far, not as far as I know. Not as you know, far if, as it's that, if it's fa- fast acting, yeah. you, know, you, you need to something needs I, to happen quick. You probably haven't got time to wait for the flying doctor to, yeah. to come over. Or whatever. I imagine they have because alongside these, there's blue ring octopuses, there's box jellyfish, there's all sorts in the Australian seas. So. Yeah. I imagine any it's... Australian beach that people are going in and out of the water, there's some kind of hospital nearby. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, the, the octopus that you touched on there was something that yeah. I wanted to do, but we have to run out of time, haven't we? Um, but yeah, you're probably right. They've probably got, you know, they've got these sort of lifeguard mm-hmm. things like on stilts, little huts. Yeah, yeah. They've probably got all sorts of, they have all the antidotes and stuff in there, haven't they? They, they must be well equipped, yeah. Yeah. Um, another another thing that another fact I found out about it is they've actually started to use the poison from them in in medicine, and they, they actually believe that the 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 poison that's in these snails can actually be ten thousand times better than uh, morphine. Oh, really? Killer, because obviously you know it paralyzes your whole body. If they can harness that and use it as a painkiller, yeah, the, the junkies will be right on it. 
Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> but they do say... Styles, mate. <laughs> well, what they're saying is they reckon it's better than morphine, but has no side effects or anything oh, right. like that. So, yeah, so these poor wee snails are now getting used in laboratories and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, that's... Well, I mean, you know, yeah, the, the wonders of nature, I suppose. That sounds pretty, pretty useful. Do you know one of the most horrific things I've ever seen? Uh, do you know the uh, horseshoe crabs? Mm, they're, the, they're the weird-looking ones. The yeah. Big, the big shells. Is that That's right? it, a big, yeah. weird, flat thing. Do oh, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking of something else. But yeah, they're like look prehistoric, those ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A bit like a scarab beetle-type thing, but massive crab. Yeah, yeah. Weird. They actually, in laboratories, they have them and they keep them alive and constantly drain the blood out of them to use for medical reasons. Oh, no. They, they... That, that is something out of a horror movie, though, isn't it? Yeah. You know, imagine if they sort of suddenly rise up against humans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'd be first. Those, those scientists would be first in line, wouldn't they? So, in a nutshell, James, that is my snails. That's that's a, all, all that I've really sort of... Is it in a snail shell? In a snail shell, yeah. Because they're, they're not really interesting other than that. Uh, <laughs> they're just in, snails and yeah. they're pretty poisonous. In the last hundred year, in the last couple of hundred years, they reckon there's been a hundred deaths. That's now, quite, quite a lot, isn't it? It's quite a lot, yeah. It's more than your spiders. Yeah, for a snail as well. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and yeah, that that's it. But again, we've we've talked about there's like the big boys in Australia, and I thought, God, I never, I never would have thought of it. If you told me a couple of weeks ago, write down the ten most dangerous creatures in Australia, I would never have put a snail down. Never thought. Well, that. yeah, that's that's why it's been an interesting journey. I think. Yeah. When we first started this, the whole the the little mini series, the whole mm-hmm. point was it's because we weren't able to fit as much into the single episodes as we would we liked. So mm-hmm. we thought, oh, we'll do a series, and then we'll be able to get everything in. But even over this, this sort of, what is it, six, five, six episodes? Yeah. We've, we've still not managed to cover everything that we've no. wanted to. So it just it goes to show, like, well, how vast the place is and how mm-hmm. dangerous creatures there are there. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, part of me wants to go. Uh, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to see Australia. I think it's a beautiful country. And something I would say is we've we've made our you know jokes about Australia and stuff like that. And I think I have. But I, I, anyone I know that's been there just says that they're such wonderful people. And something I quite like about Australia, and I, I don't know this obviously firsthand, but I believe that there's no real like class system. The lawyers and doctors will sit and drink with the blue collar workers there's no they, everyone seems to be on quite a sort of even par no matter what job you do how much you earn they all dress yeah. very similar there's not there's not the same sort of aristocracy and class system that we have here where i'm better than you and stuff like that they're all just australians all right uh, that's that's something that i've i've been told that they you know they're they're very sort of down to earth and you probably do, though. You probably get, like, you know, because it used to be part of Britain, doesn't it? So I bet you still yeah. get these, like, old families that have been there for, you know, yeah, yeah, generations who are like, well, I'm, you know, third, fourth generation emigrated from 
England back in the 16th, such and such, like, mm-hmm. related to the Queen. You know, sure you get that side of it somewhere. Everywhere um, you go, there's always a dickhead, isn't there? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, didn't we send a lot of prisoners over there? I think that was the earth when, when we used to deport prisoners and stuff. Yeah. It used to be terrible as well. There used to be children and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, that's, that's probably another pod, I think. It is, yeah. Some of the That's what we should do, a series on the shit things that Britain's done to the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's that's snails anyway. But Australia, it's been... It's been it has been interesting, like I said. I've learned stuff about this, you know the spiders not actually killing that many people. Mm. Uh, I found the drop bears funny. I know it was a stupid thing to do, and it wasn't really, <laughs> you know, it wasn't a real thing. But I, I thought, wow, this 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 thing that the Australians tell tourists, and there's these people rubbing marmite, be- not marmite, vegemite behind their ears, and uh, things, just things like that. I think it's been interesting. Yeah, what an adventure! Shame we weren't there to do it. Shame we didn't. <laughs> See, was, oh, it's funny we've done it through sort of January when it's been like the most miserable weather and stuff. <laughs> it's like their summer as well. I'm just kind of sat here going, yeah, Australia. Yeah. So, so thanks everyone for listening to our, our podcast and our, our mini series on Australia. Uh, like we said, it's been an adventure for us. I hope it's been an adventure for you. Uh, we, I mean, we keep saying this, uh, if you get a chance to, to like, share, uh, do what you can to, to promote the podcast, uh, we're, we love doing it. Uh, we love to see that you guys are downloading it and you're enjoying it. And, you know, it's just something we, we do for fun, but we'd love to grow it. We'd love to get a, a bigger audience. So anything you can do to help us, uh, that would be, that would be fantastic. Uh, but we do have uh, we've got a wee bit of wee bit of news. Um, there's 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 going to be some some changes, and uh, I'll I'll let James take the lead on this. Okay, breaking news. <laughs> so um, this is our twenty first episode, I think. Oh, we've done twenty odd episodes. We've been doing it for about six months now, mm-hmm. um, and you can probably hear from start to finish. Um, we are, we do this like weekly. We don't get paid for it. We don't get sponsors or anything like that. We just do it off our own back and for the joy of it and for the fun of it. Um, but the breaking news is we're going to have a bit of a holiday because I think we deserve it. It's been about six months, I think, nonstop. It has, um, yeah. Every week, apart from over Christmas where there was a, a couple of breaks for illness. But even yeah. so, an episode went out each week. So um, we're going to take a week off and we are going to come back. Uh, we're going to call this the end of season one and we're going to come back let me just check the dates here now so there'll be a pod on sunday there'll be no pod on the 2nd of march and then we should be back all being well providing we're still still around and not being um stung by a box jellyfish or (laughs) snail or anything like that we should be back on the 9th of march with our opening episode of season two um, me and Fraser are going to have a chat over the coming weeks as to maybe a couple of changes we might, a couple of changes we might make to the format, uh, just to make it more enjoyable for you as the listener. Um, I think that's where we're up to at the moment. Uh, so, so yeah, Fraser, it is. Yeah, well said. Uh, we don't. I mean, when we say changes to the format, we, we I actually feel like we've kind of organically grown and changed it 
from episode one. Uh, I had a right good laugh listening to Mountains again the other day. Uh, I think that was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, any, if anybody's not heard that, don't don't go back and listen to it because it's just it's banging in the background and it's just a, just chaos. Yeah. Do so you know yeah. that? Actually, nowadays, do you know, in the last couple of months, if you search Everest disaster, the 1996 Everest disaster isn't number one. It's actually our podcast. <laughs> because that's, it wasn't that's more Everest disaster. Everest disaster. <laughs> that's more of, yeah. Uh, but no, but yeah, it just, it just, it's great to see how, how it's developed over the, over the months. Yeah, yeah. And how much we are learning on the job, well, mm-hmm. not job, but on, on the go, um, and how much we're picking up and how much we're listening to the feedback and things like mm-hmm. that. Oh yeah, we get we can get loads of feedback. So we've tried to make sort of updates and little changes to to make it better and more current. And that's what we're going to do in season two. It's going to be we think a more enjoyable uh, podcast overall. Uh, we've got a few new ideas. We're going to discuss that that weekend that we're off. We'll maybe go and have a beer together. And no, I'm I'm detoxing. Not allowed to. Oh right, okay. We'll go and have a a water, <laughs> a shandy, or something. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So thanks very much everyone for all your support um all your downloads and your listens and keep on listening mm-hmm. um we're not going anywhere we're just having a week off and we shall see you all on the 9th of march so put it in your diaries and we'll be back soon we will be yes uh looking forward to it uh if you want a good laugh go back and listen to some of the early episodes uh and uh tell your friends tell everyone tell them season two is coming 9th of march season two on its way Aye. So that's been the most dangerous podcast, Australia Part 5, Snails. Good night, everybody. Good night, Fraser. See you soon. Bye-bye.